When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Study Break. My name is Melody, and today I am here with my friend, Clarissa. Hey guys, nice to meet you. My name is Clarissa, and I'm a rising senior from Southern California, and I'm super excited to be here. As you all know, today we're going to be talking about building a college list. And so this is something that Clarissa and I, obviously, we see it as a very high priority since we are rising seniors and this is like one of the most hectic times in our high school career definitely but it can be the most rewarding too oh yeah exactly like once you got it figured out it's so satisfying and you just feel organized and prepared and you know what you're doing so first of all my question for you is what exactly is a college list So from what my understanding is so far with my college application season, I've come to find a college list to be a variety of schools that you apply to. And eventually you'll narrow it down to about eight to 12 schools that you can actually imagine yourself going there. So in a way, this list is going to change over time, but your final list should be the schools that, you know, you're actually 100% like, hey, I want to go there. Like I could picture myself studying there. I know what I want to do there. Like you could just, it's like the perfect fit for you. Yeah. And I know a lot of high schoolers, they have this pressure to create a college list as soon as possible and to have everything figured out right in like their freshman year or something. So how early do you think teens should begin creating their college list? Um, College list wise, I feel like most people kind of get exposed to different colleges you know like you have like your um, college spirit days at school Um, you see like your upperclassmen students like applying to schools and then they'll like commit to schools but for the list itself um, I would definitely say try to get some schools like on your mind do your research in the summer before your senior year and if you haven't been doing that already that's okay you still have plenty of time but definitely get into it as soon as possible Um, as like around August September because The deadline for most early decision schools is around November, but you really want to give time to, you know, just do your research, go in depth, ask those questions, email people, just to make sure that your list is something that you're satisfied with at the end. Definitely. And one thing to add on is I know a lot of underclassmen, so freshmen, sophomore, juniors, maybe even some middle schoolers, if you view college as something that is very important in your life and you're very excited about it I would use that as a motivation because later on like at least for me I kind of slowly lost that motivation since I began to be involved in way too many things creating a college list was kind of pushed away 
aside from my high priorities, like studying for AP exams or being involved in clubs. So honestly, if you're really excited about this, start as soon as possible, but don't feel the need to create something permanent in the beginning. I can definitely agree to that. Make sure that your main source of motivation is something intrinsic. You know, you want to make sure that your end goal is something that you want for yourself, not because, you know, somebody else is applying there or it looks cool or, you know, um, it's by the beach. You know what I mean? You want to make sure that your list in the end is just something that you're working towards. It's not something that's set in stone because, you know, things are going to change over time and you never know what the future is going to hold for you. Exactly. And that's the most important part. Like, I think we're going to be emphasizing the word tentative or um, temporary a lot this whole episode. I can see that too. Yeah. And so why exactly should people create a college list? Making a college list definitely helps narrow down your college application process. It helps take off some stress. And, you know, it kind of makes you picture where you want to see yourself in a couple of years. And with that being said, this college list can actually um, be like a source of motivation and like an inspiration, like, hey, in a year from now, I could be there or I'll achieve that. And another side of it is that college applications do cost money sometimes. So with narrowing down your college list, you're able to approximate how much money that may cost you. However, if you do qualify for a free and reduced lunch or a testing waiver for AP or SAT exams, you might be able to have a waiver for application season as well. But whatever happens with the application process, don't let that stop you from applying. There's plenty of ways to get things like that paid for. Exactly. And before we continue on, I just wanted to ask, like, where did you learn all of this information from? I'm sure the audience is curious how you're so knowledgeable about all this uh, college application stuff. That's actually a really funny question because I'm first generation. I have no idea what is going on with college application processes. <laughs> but what really helped me was, you know, just like stalking social media accounts, as creepy as that kind of sounds. Um, make sure you can find a way to have your like your Instagram, your TikTok, your YouTube to filter towards a way that is like best catered towards you. And with that being said, I found accounts like QuestBridge or Crimson Education, um, definitely a bunch more uh, fiveable for AP exams. Um, I actually have a list somewhere else that I could like read off of, but there's plenty of accounts on like each social media platform that gives you this advice for free. Like that's crazy. People pay for this type of stuff. This is for free folks. Yes. Oh my gosh. There is so many free resources. And just like you, I'm also a first gen student. It's really hard to get information since like no, none of my parents went through this process. I'm also an only child, so I don't have any siblings to turn towards. Definitely. I'm an oldest sibling. So, you know, we got to set things high. We got to make sure we're, you know, paving the way. I can yes. definitely relate to how you're probably feeling right now, too. Yeah, for sure. It's like kind of stressful and kind of overwhelming. And the only thing that's keeping me on track is the fact that it's going to be over in like six months. This application process might be hard now, but also at the same time, after it's done, after you you receive your acceptances, maybe even the rejections, like it's all an experience. And I think it's just going to be worth it at the end. Oh, definitely. And you know, in the end, it's character development, folks. 
we're doing great here. Like whatever happens in the end, you know, you'll get your happily ever after or your, um, I don't know, your success at the end, whatever success looks like to you, it's going to change. So college is not going to define what like your success is going to be, but you can always start at making a steady and firm college list. Yeah, I'm a firm believer of everything happens for a reason. (laughs) So yeah, that's like my mantra right now. And if you think about it, by the time Christmas break comes, we're going to be all set. We're going to deserve that Christmas break. Oh, yes. That is going to be the best break, honestly. (laughs) And like first semester, you also get Thanksgiving break, uh, winter break. What else do you get? (laughs) You get a couple Mondays off if I remember correctly, but make sure you use your time wisely because, you know, there's plenty of other people also working just as hard as you. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Just make sure you manage your time and stuff. But before we get into saying some advice for the listeners, let's learn a little bit more about your story. So how did you begin creating your college list? Okay, so my college list has definitely changed a lot over time. Like we said earlier in the podcast, my college list was temporary. It changed multiple times. It was tentative. That was a a word we used. I had (laughs) plenty of tentative college lists, but mainly at the very beginning, I always had like my heart set on Harvard. Like I was told, I was told by my parents, like, hey, you're really good at arguing with us. That's something like a parent would say you should go to law school. And what is the like the typical law school or the really prestigious law school in America? Harvard. So oh like, my you know, gosh. <laughs> Harvard seems like a good option. But then I real I did more research and I realized that, you know, the environment that I want to be in does not include snow. I could not thrive in like Boston, Massachusetts, or I think it's in Cambridge more specifically. So from there, that's where I kind of started branching out and seeing like, hey, what schools are nearby me? And then that's when I got into high school and I saw a bunch of like my friends' siblings or like the upperclassmen, you know, committing to colleges, applying, like that entire process. And I saw them commit to schools like USC, UCLA, UCI, um, UCSD, a lot of um, UC schools because I am from Southern California and I have like the blessing of being surrounded by all these great institutions. And I was like, hey, this is actually like, that will be me in a couple years. I got to get my stuff together. So, um, as for the college list, um, I kind of started adding some of these schools onto my list. And if we were driving by a certain city, I'd be like, hey, like, can we um, can we drive by here? I kind of want to like check it out. And I recently was able to go up to Northern California and check out Stanford. I absolutely love the campus. I felt like Disney, it felt like Disneyland. And yeah, needless to say, my Harvard spot on my college list has now changed to Stanford. And I could go off completely about that school. I loved it so much. <laughs> But yeah, that's kind of how my college list has um, evolved, I guess. And there's certain organizations like the QuestBridge College Prep Scholars Program. We were exposed to different um, college camps and things like that, that really kept on um, adding to the colleges that I was looking for. And um, there's plenty of other sites and stuff as well that I found super helpful, like the College, college Board's Big Future College Search that helps you like narrow down what you want in a school, what you don't want in a school. And it kind of like, it just brings up a bunch of lists of schools that could definitely be super helpful for you. Yeah, definitely. I think that's 
kind of funny, honestly, how like, I think everyone has this experience where we're so set on one school and then something happens and you're like, oh my gosh, no, that was wrong. What was I thinking? <laughs> exactly. And it's kind of like, you're going to go through the process of, hey, somebody else wanted this for me and I appreciate it, but you know what? What do I want? What's going to fit me the best? And you know, I'm a Southern California girl. I cannot do anything below like 70, 65 degrees max. Like <laughs> I was freezing in San Francisco the other day. I was, my fingers were turning purple. And I know for sure that me in the snow will not be the best student. I will not study well. I will be in like a warm blanket in my bed trying to do my best. But you know, that's not the environment that I'm going to thrive in. So in addition to like the academics you're looking for, you want to make sure that the environment that you're in will propel you to succeed. Oh, for sure. And I'm also from Southern California, and um, <laughs> I'm actually applying to Boston University, which is in Boston, and it's known for snow. So um, wish me good luck. <laughs> maybe that'll be a great fit for you. Maybe you'll um, East Coast, Beast Coast, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> I'm a firm believer of West Coast, Best Coast, but you know, we're, we're all for trying. Oh, yeah, I don't know. We'll, we'll have to see. Like, if this podcast continues on in my college freshman year, I'll keep you guys updated. <laughs> Definitely. T- totally looking forward to that. Yeah. And I'll, I'll fight against my hometown. Oh, my gosh. Just like starting a French Revolution or maybe not the French Revolution. That was a bit uh, grueling. <laughs> <laughs> We're not going to think about history right now. Ugh, yeah, we, we put like AP Euro, AP World behind us. Yeah, exactly. By the way, the time that we're recording this, or I guess the day we're recording this is when AP scores came out. So um, still uh, trying to leave all the AP classes. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And it is absolutely terrifying, but we're just trying to move on, you know? (laughs) Yeah. Needless to say, they were pretty successful. Like we're pretty satisfied with our scores. But yeah, a number does not define you. For all our listeners, a number does not define you. Yes, exactly. And also at the same time, like in five years, will you really be looking back at an AP score? Like maybe you'll you'll be salty about it, but... You'll be looking back on like the gas prices, not an AP score. But... <laughs> Nostalgia about the gas prices. <laughs> yeah, it's getting expensive in California, folks. Oh my gosh, for real. California is kind of crazy right now. So while you were creating your college list, Clarissa, did you ever experience some sort of indecisiveness? I definitely would say that I did, but I probably didn't register at the moment. Um, With making a college list, I really took college seriously. Um, Towards January, December of my junior year, um, I had always wanted to go to college. I knew that, you know what, no matter what happens, no one can take away the power of your education. So I'd always been in that mindset that I am going to go to a great school. I will complete it. I will start a great career. But as for making that college list, I really started taking seriously um, the things I had to consider around December, January, when a lot of these like scholarship opportunities that um, help you create that college list, um, help you edit your essays, um, just expose you to a network of people that want to help you and want to see you succeed, um, started opening up around that time. So I definitely, for all our juniors out there and underclassmen, I would definitely look into um, 
HSF, um, LIDA scholars. There's definitely a lot of organizations out there that are completely free for you to use their resources and apply to so that this process can be made easier. And I feel like that's what really has helped me um, not be as indecisive as I first was or as I may have been if I didn't know about these um, organizations. But once again, social media, folks, social media helped me find out all about these. My Instagram ads went from like bathing suits to everything education, guys. Trust me, use it to your advantage. Yes, that is so true. And like even on my TikTok for you page, I'd be scrolling like one second, it'd be a video, some like really weird video. Honestly, my for you page is kind of messed up when I think about it now. <laughs> I'm all AP stuff right now, bro. <laughs> oh, you got to like cancel them. We're not thinking about APs now. It's a new year. <laughs> new year, new me. Exactly. Yeah, July 2021. <laughs> Um, my TikTok for you page, one second, it's like some weird, funny video. And then the next I scroll and it's like, how to write the introduction for your college essay. I'm like, oh, wow, that was a big shift. But you know, since it's TikTok, you still look at it. And while you're trying to distract yourself from whatever is happening in the real wo- real world, you're taking the opportunity to learn from people on online. Yeah, definitely take advantage of those videos, guys, because if it weren't for the way I've managed to make a niche for myself on social media about like education and application processes, um, it definitely helps with being indecisive. Like for me, I was an indecisive kid. Like I couldn't choose what shoes I wanted to wear in the morning. But <laughs> now that I've you know grown older, you have to be decisive about some decisions so that you put your best foot forward, that you get the most out of the opportunities that come your way. And like seizing the moment. Most of the time, people aren't gonna like hand you these lists of scholarships on a silver platter or be like, hey, you should apply here. People aren't gonna do that. But what you're really gonna find during your application process is that once you expose yourself to a certain um like just environment you're going to realize hey I can knock that out of my list I don't want this I want something more like this kind of like with my experience with like the um Harvard versus Stanford aspect I know that I can't do good in snow but can I do good in the sun definitely and you might experience something similar to that too yes exactly This kind of brings in what I wanted to talk about um, with the difference of wanting to do everything versus feeling like no school fits you perfectly. Because I know this is the two most common feelings that a lot of usually rising seniors feel when they're deciding which colleges to apply to. And currently I'm experiencing this because I'm like, oh my gosh, if I'm choosing based off majors, I feel like I can't decide on one. You know, people always ask me, what major do you plan on doing? And I'm like, business. But then I'm like, oh, but I also kind of want to do something related to finance, communications, computer science, environmental science. Oh my gosh, (laughs) there's so many to choose from. And honestly, I'd say choose one major that you know for sure you would be interested in for now. Once again, it's a temporary feeling. We're all going to grow and tentative. Yes, it's a tentative feeling. And we're just going to grow as people. And that also means that your opinions and your ideas about what you want for the future is also going to change. So 
that also goes into the second feeling of believing that no school fits you perfectly. Choosing a school that has the most things in common for what you want and like the most major requirements that you look for is good enough. It's also good, like what Clarissa said, to email your admissions counselor to join virtual um, webinars. And that's something you should definitely take advantage of now since COVID happened and everything went online. That's definitely something that everybody can take advantage from, you know, like looking at the positive from the um, results of COVID. Like there's tons of virtual tours out there. Um, I watched a couple for Yale, Stanford, USC. Um, I think there was one for UCLA. I'm not sure. But um, yeah, these are going to kind of highlight the best parts of campus. But you could definitely expand that knowledge into, you know, DMing people from that school. Be like, hey, like, would you mind if I... Um, take some time out of your day to ask you some questions. I'm interested in applying this fall. And most of the time, they're going to be so excited to hear that from you. I DM this one guy from Yale and he answered with me like within the next, um, like the next 24 hours, like it was super quick. And I was like, oh my gosh, like I didn't think you were going to answer. Thank you for answering. And we set up a Zoom call and we, we hit it right off the bat. And, you know, it was it was a really insightful Zoom call. And that's something that one is completely free. And two, you really get to um, have a one-on-one with these people and they um, their experience with how it was at those schools. And, you know, if you have um, sp- like a special need, like for me, I'm a student with disabilities. So that student from Yale that I texted um, he also was a student with disabilities, so I was able to um, gain some knowledge about how he was able to achieve his academic success despite that disability, and he gave me tons of resources that um, he wished he was able to use in high school. So now my high school year, like my last year of high school, I can have those resources available for me too. Exactly. Try to learn as much as you can, but obviously don't feel too overwhelmed and ruin your mental health because that is not worth it. Mental, Your mental health should definitely be your number one priority. That's definitely something to keep in mind, the mental health aspect of, you know, building your college list, preparing yourself to apply. If some, I've always been a firm believer in wherever you feel doubt, that's not for you. If you're feeling doubt about something like, um, like t- take ice skating, for example, I was doubting my ability to ice skate. Did I do it? Yes, I did. Did I fall a bunch of times? Yes, I did. Did I get back up eventually? But, you know, maybe if I took like that gut feeling like, hey, maybe we should think about this a little bit more. Um, I would, you know, prepared a little bit, you know, worn something more cushiony. But that's besides the point. You should still take risks, but definitely keep in mind that you cannot produce good things with bad mental health. Like you could still produce... Um, good essays, good, um, just good applications, but will it be your truly your best fit forward? That's something that you have to keep in mind and consider and definitely um, put into place self-care things. That's something I've been trying to um, keep in mind and actually practice. And for me this summer, self-care has been drawing chalk outside, as silly as it sounds. I, yes. um, every day around sunset, I try to go out draw chalk and like the little kids in my neighborhood they'll go on their scooters or the elderly couple will walk by when they get their mail and they'll be like hey I really liked it this week I wonder what you're gonna do next week so yeah just something simple um my best advice is you know go outside just and like detox from all these computers we've been on since like a year and a half ago Mm mm-hmm 
period. Oh my gosh. That is exactly what I need to do now. I actually just started working out um, in my backyard mm-hmm. more. So yeah, yeah. Um, it's, it's so nice to just be able to breathe fresh air <laughs> instead of like the air that's been in your room for, I don't know. Um, that that didn't make sense. <laughs> oh, for sure. Even just listening to the sound of your laptop, like the fan going off, like mm-hmm. my MacBook is like a whole entire airport during Zoom meetings sometimes. Literally. Oh my gosh. Th- that's like how my computer sounds right now. I have it. <laughs> yeah, I have it lifted on this little platform thing, which is helping a lot. But usually if I just put it on my, com- um, if I just put my computer on my table, it's just like, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, mine too. Um, But yeah, going into this whole mental health related um, topic, I feel like a lot of people also get scared of creating a college list because they feel like this is permanent. And if I choose to go to a college that I might not like in the future, I'm never going to be successful. I'm going to be unhappy and I won't. I won't be able to ever get out of this hole. Um, as for like feeling anxiety about the future, just know that like uh, what Melody said earlier, that what is meant for you will come your way. And, you know, just keep swimming. Dory said it right. You know, <laughs> as long as you stay afloat, nothing wrong can happen. You know, um, reach out for those like life vests or those um, pool floaties. Like, you know, you're going to do great things. And as long as you're doing things and staying engaged, an opportunity will come your way. And even if it doesn't come by the first time or, you know, you try and, you know, it didn't really exactly work, just know that you're one step closer to the thing that will work. And that's kind of what's been um, giving me peace of mind throughout this whole, like, COVID situation with my sophomore and junior year, you know, being on COVID. um, I've kind of just learned to, like, think that, hey, you know what? It didn't work this time. And you know what? Let's take this as a learning curve as big as a pill it was to swallow, um, you're going to learn more about it once that period of your life is over. And if anything, it's just something that you could write about in a college essay or in a scholarship essay. So (laughs) use those struggles to your advantage. And another thing about feeling all those feelings, like, you know, um, I'm a firm believer in prayer. You know, what's God's will for you will happen. And, you know, if you don't believe in, um, such things, you know, just know that there's no such thing as a wrong school. So wherever you end up, it's all about what you make of it. That is also very true. And also at the same time, you can always transfer. Um, You can always apply to maybe community college. Like I've always seen that as an open option. And I've been very lucky enough to be near a community college that's one of the best in California. But generally speaking, like community college are community colleges are not bad and there's kind of um a stereotype i guess where people believe that if you go to community college you're not as smart or um you're just less successful which is completely not true and another thing i wanted to touch on is the fact that you can literally learn anything online now too so yeah and even if you do somehow happen to get into a college that you really don't like, if you want to continue staying there instead of transferring, like keep taking your courses, but also explore things online. You know, there's um, different courses you can take for free, like on ed, 
edX. Yep, I've been taking a couple there too. And I actually, I really enjoy it because you can actually pick what you want to learn about. Yeah, exactly. And there's like so many topics to explore. So just utilize the internet as one of your resources. I wanted to go back and talk about the community college option because that's definitely something that people should not eliminate offhand. Like um, for me, I'm nearby um, a couple of community colleges. And what I think is cool that our government has put into place is the Promise Program, where for two years, you could get your general ed requirements done completely free. So financially um, speaking, you could still achieve that same general ed uh, requirements that any college is still going to have you do um, for free. And it's not going to, you're not going to end up in debt. You're going to be, um, you're going to have that degree and it's going to be for free. So eventually you can transfer to those, um, I don't know, like a Cal State, a UC or a state school um, or an Ivy League or a T20 school, you still have all those gates open for you. Exactly. There's just so many options. And that comes with educating yourself about what's happening when it comes to college applications. Like, I know in the beginning, I felt so overwhelmed just because my knowledge was so limited. And that kind of acted as a barrier from me ever opening up about my struggles and the anxiety that I was feeling about the future. Um, So honestly, keep looking for resources online. Once again, that's like the motif. (laughs) Definitely. And another resource that I kind of just thought of offhand right now is those letters that College Board sends you. I'm sure plenty of people can relate to getting spammed by college mail emails or actual mail. Um, And don't be so quick to disregard this because that's kind of how I've I've learned to explore more colleges to put on that college list or um, watch their virtual tours or sign up for their email list is that with these college board um, like mailing letters, you can uh, sign up to get information about webinars or about um, like, hey, this admission officer is like putting out his his or her information. Um, If you want, reach out to them or just a simple pamphlet from like, I think it's Tulane that sends me a lot. I've gotten a lot. Oh my gosh. Same. You too. Okay. Yeah. But like, I appreciate that because you know, Hey, I got to like, I would have never known about that school in the first place. And maybe it's not the right school for me, but Hey, it's, it might be the right school for somebody else. Exactly. Yeah. College board, the student search service, I think has been a pretty big debate, honestly, because on TikTok, I've seen people saying like, do not subscribe to it. You are going to be spammed with mail that you won't even look at later on. My take on it is subscribe to it. And if you don't care for a school, unsubscribe from that school. But otherwise, just keep it open because you never know right? Like keeping your options open is always a good idea. Yeah, I definitely agree to that. And with the aspect of emails, I would highly suggest to create a new email account simply for college applications or scholarships or college research, because that helps you refine your inbox to only things that concern college. So that way your spam box is smaller. Everything is just more concise and consolidated to one place. Um, It's definitely helped me because I have like 5,000 emails in my (laughs) iCloud, but my Gmail only has like about maybe 50 that I have to read for today. So that's more manageable than anything else. And you're able to um, look at these opportunities um, in more depth and narrow down the ones that you're like, hey, I'm going to apply for that. I'm going to achieve that. I'm going to go for it. And whereas the other ones are 
um, you could just knock out of the way immediately. Yes, exactly. Oh my gosh. I feel like we should create a college admissions podcast together. Dude, we should. We just be like, hey, older sisters here. Yes. Um, oh my gosh. Older sisters study break. <laughs> <laughs> Something like that. Or like big sister. I don't know. We'll we'll see how where that thought takes us. If you guys are interested, let us know. <laughs> Comment, leave a review, DM me, DM Clarissa. Keep us oh, yeah, updated. For sure. We definitely have a lot of knowledge to share. And I know you probably have so much more too from your um, like cultural aspect too, because I know for me, I'm Hispanic and there's a lot of opportunities for Hispanic students. And for you, that might be different because your population is a different or like a different group than mine is. Yeah, exactly. Um, I'm actually currently researching more opp- opportunities for Asian Americans. Um, if you guys didn't know, I am Asian American. <laughs> Um, back in the day (laughs) yeah so yeah there's like multiple programs for different cultures ethnicities um gender um there's also different scholarships for like if you have a disability um which clarissa i think if we ever create that podcast we can definitely go into that topic a little bit more and i'm definitely open to ask answering questions or sharing what i found so far because Honestly, it takes a lot of work and time to dedicate to researching things like it's like all those I don't know if you've ever done it before, but like the history day projects or science fair projects. This is basically what your college application season is. And you're you've been preparing for this your entire life. And um, like, even if you might not have that like mindset of like, oh, yeah, college is my end goal. You know, you've been in this education system. Um, Take advantage to the things that are coming your way. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, Again, there's like a whole debate about is college even worth it? I'm not going to get into that today. This is more for people who do see college as like their goal. But again, you don't have to go to college to succeed. Um, You can go to community college to succeed as well. Just there, there's so many different ways to succeed in life. You know, don't don't feel so confined to one specific option. I definitely agree with that. That's such a good point to make. Yeah. And so now let's talk a little bit more about what are some factors to remember when you create the college list. I'm just going to list some specific factors to consider, and then we can dive into the details a little bit more. So just interrupt me if you have something to say. All right, sounds good. Let's hear them. So for the academics, things to consider are your class sizes in a university or college, study abroad opportunities, internships, career preparation, and your major. All of those are definitely super important to consider. For me, beginning with my college list, I had no idea what the difference between a major and a minor was. Um, yes. I, oh my gosh. I really had no idea what was going on. And I, I asked that question and people gave me like a funny look. I'm like, no, I'm serious. I really don't know what the difference is. Literally like, me. I, oh my gosh. <laughs> I know. I'm like, I studied music theory for a bit. So I thought like, okay, major is like one chord, minor is else. Like, oh my like what am I not getting here? Um, but yeah, definitely with your major, I feel like that's the first thing you're going to kind of look at when you're applying to a college. Um, for you, what major are you interested in? or what you're thinking about right now? Um, I'm thinking about entrepreneurship or just um, the general base business studies. 
see, that's something that she knows for sure. So now that she knows that she's um, interested in like a general idea of um, business, she can like refine her colleges to schools that specialize in that area. So for me, I know, I think USC has a good business program. So maybe Melody would want to look into schools that cater towards that. For me, I'm more interested in like the pre-law route, um, something that has to do with like government and political science, because I really have enjoyed the leadership experiences that I've been able to take advantage of throughout high school. So I know for me, I'm going to want to apply to schools that are more humanities based or um, I think it's called like liberal art colleges, because yes, uh, I believe those are more centered on the humanities and social sciences and then um, STEM schools for people who want to go down pre-med or um, I think it's like engineering and neuroscience is like that kind of area, um, you're going to want to apply to more research-based schools. And that could be a whole separate conversation of itself. And I'm still learning about the differences as well. But once you're able to refine what major you, that like, you know, piques your interest or that you actually want to read that textbook, um, that's going to help you refine your list and like knock off like a good, I guess, half of the schools that you could possibly be applying to. Yeah. Exactly. And I'm just going to quickly give an example of this because I think examples are generally how I learn. <laughs> um, but basically, in my junior year, honestly, a few months ago, I was like, okay, I know I want to do, I want to study business for sure. Everything else like computer science, environmental science, I will consider more as like a minor or maybe possibly double majoring. This again is like a whole nother conversation. I know business was for sure something I wanted to explore the most. So I looked into schools that had business majors. And of course, I went from the reach schools to my target schools to my, um, I think it's called like possible schools. Am I right? Something like that. We can actually talk about that after you finish your example too. Yeah, for sure. And so my REACH school, um, it's actually kind of crazy to me, but a lot of like the most known business schools, so Harvard Business School, Chicago Business School, they all don't really offer undergrad majors. So <laughs> I canceled it right off of my list. I was like, okay, I'm not applying to those elite schools. Then I decided to consider the location factor. And one example is UC Berkeley. It is a fantastic, it has a fantastic business program, mm -hmm. but I went to visit and something about the vibes was just off. I don't mean to sound kind of greedy or just- I don't know, we're for sure get it. It's whatever fits for you, you know? That's something really good to explore because um, I know that my cousin, he did tour Berkeley as well. And he told me about his experience. He had an experience similar to yours. And I was like, you know what? Like, I want to see for myself. And I hadn't been able to go up there in person, but through like virtual tours and pictures and Zoom calls, I found that what Berkeley offers isn't really what I'm looking for. So in a way, I was able to knock that possible school off of my um, college list. Yeah, exactly. And speaking of college lists, um, we mentioned like a different um, categories that you can um, put your colleges into. And typically you really put them into, I think, three categories. Yeah. So those three categories really are like your, your reach schools, 
your um, target schools and your safety schools. But for me, when I made my list, I divided it into four, just because in California, the caliber that was required to kind of apply to these schools has definitely shifted within like the past five years. Oh my gosh. System, yep. Like the acceptance rate for like UCLA and USC is looking pretty close to the Ivy Leagues now. And I'm like, yikes. <laughs> Literally. Yeah, that's why I've, um, I've decided to, you know what, I'm going to kind of cater this more towards the education that I'm looking for. So with that being said, I added the fourth category, which is like dream school, like the maybe one or two schools that I'm really going to center my application on that I'm going to like try my best that I'm going to put the most effort in that I'm going to start early just kind of that one application that you know what I want to get a a plus plus on that application you know what I mean Mm -hmm. so with that being said I put um I put Stanford and Yale on that part of that list you know I'll see where that takes me you know whatever (laughs) happens um but I still want to shoot my shot and then the list that go um after that would be your reach schools um those other schools that kind of have a lower acceptance rate as well but, you know, they're not exactly a T20 school. They're not an Ivy League or maybe they're not um, they're not like the like the extreme hardest to get into. But it still takes a lot of effort and grit and good grades and stuff like that to get into. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And then after that, I would categorize your um, your target schools, the schools that you're like, hey, like most of the people um, that go here, I fall within their average test scores, their average grade, their GPA, their um, just like you fit into the statistics that they already have like on their websites. And then after that would be your safety school schools that you're like, hey, I am kind of like you're overqualified to get into those schools. Like you can kind of like confidently say like, hey, I'll be accepted here. So worst comes to worst. Um, I still love this school and I would concede myself going here. So if I don't make it into those other categories, you know what, I will still be content with an education from a school in my safety list. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, when we're talking about this, I just really want to continue talking and talking and talking about all the knowledge I know when it comes to college apps, because there's just so much information to throw out there. But like, about statistics and all of that on the website, I'm just going to briefly mention it here. It's important to use that to create the whole reach, target, safety, and Clarissa's um, dream schools, like all of that. But also at the same time, please do not feel discouraged when you see those numbers because there are times when like an Ivy League college accepts someone with lower grades than what you see on the website. Definitely, 100%. Yeah, so if you're really interested in a school... Don't be too intimidated by the whole GPA, SAT score situation. And so one other thing I wanted to discuss before we end this episode is to also consider your social life and just the overall school's environment. Um, This is a huge factor for me when it comes to applying for colleges and creating my college list because I'm pretty much going to be staying at a dorm at least that's my plan if I get into the schools that I want to that is kind of a big deal since you're going to be living in college for four years yeah it's going to take a whole bunch of your um, kind of like the transition age from your your youth to your like young adulthood like that's such an important environment to consider that you'll be in yeah exactly and I think 
another thing I wanted to add is if you're looking at some of the best schools in the nation, at that point, like academics, you know, it's going to be good. So also spend just as much time on the whole social life. So when it comes to um, your school's environment and the social life, things I'm specifically so, oh my gosh, I cannot talk today. What is going on? <laughs> You're all good. It's been a long day. <laughs> I know. Yeah. It's the workout. <laughs> oh, for sure. You know, we're getting that mental wellness, self-care yes. going. Period. Things I'm specifically talking about when it comes to social life are the student body spirit, clubs on campus, if they have sports and maybe like what division they're in. And also the location of your school. Do you want it to be near your home, in in state, out of state? What's the weather like? And something that not a lot of people consider is political viewpoints. That's definitely something people should like take more time into considering because your education will kind of center around um, a certain range of, I guess, political views. Yeah, the culture of the state, the city, the county. All of those things are super important. I'm glad that you bring them up. Yeah, yeah. And so definitely keep that in mind. But Clarissa, is there anything else that you wanted to add before we end this episode? Um, basically, building your college list is going to be a rewarding process. Um, don't stress out too much. Um, you know, little stress is always good, but, you know, stress is blessed. Uh, <laughs> or maybe that's just a rhyme but you know in the end you'll end up at the right place so don't sweat it you got this and I believe yes. you. I know you'll do great things Melody you already are oh my gosh thank you I believe in you too <laughs> you will get into Stanford thank and you. everyone who's listening you guys are going to get into your dream schools and if not I will personally be suing them <laughs> but also for legal reasons that is a joke <laughs> we're minors right now nothing can you can't do anything yeah. bad to us yet <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're minors <laughs> the different type of minors not the major in minors type of thing <laughs> oh oh my gosh yes <laughs> um but again just a reminder to everyone listening focus on your mental health do things that excite you and don't procrastinate on your college apps 100 <laughs> percent i Whatever thing she said with a whole exclamation point. <laughs> okay. And so with that, Clarissa, where can my audience connect with you? So if you're interested in reaching out, my Instagram is at Clarissa.Palacios, K-L-A-R-I-S-S-A dot P-A-L-A-C-I-O-S. I am more than welcome to sharing more advice with you and just, you know, if you need a big sister in this process or maybe just like a twin to go through it with you. I'm here. <laughs> yes. Oh my gosh. I think we should definitely create that podcast. <laughs> true. True. I look forward to it. This, this is actually kind of therapeutic. You know what I mean? Yeah, I know. It's like, honestly, I've been feeling kind of weird, just like keeping all this information by myself. Like I want to talk about it. Right. Like I don't want to gatekeep anything. Like, come on guys. Exactly. One Google search away. Like I want to <laughs> spread it all in silver platter for you guys. Exactly. All right. So that'll be the end of our podcast. Thank you so much, Clarissa, for joining me today. Thank you for having me. To all the listeners, be sure to follow my Instagram at the Study Break Podcast, as well as tuning into your favorite podcast app, follow Study Break there, and listen to a new episode every Tuesday. 
Thank you all so much for listening. And I hope you all have an amazing and productive day. (laughs) Bye, everyone. Bye.